still been sane. And here we are on the 15th episode of Keep Up with yours truly. I don't know if I'm yours truly. Am I? Do we rank? Does Keep Up rank within your podcast digestion? I don't know. Because I try not to depend on friends to, you know, listen to my radio show anymore. I have been gaining traction in other countries for some reason. Some people think that I'm quite interesting. So that's cool. I get some uh, SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify. Actually, Spotify hasn't been working lately. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to get that uploaded again. But um, here we are. Here we are. You got it. Keep up with Still Vincent. So let's get back into the topics. Here we go. What the fuck did I just hear? Well, lately I've been listening to some really good music. Um, there's been a lot of cool releases lately. Um, R. Kelly got banned by Spotify. Um, Charles Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, has been killing it with his show Atlanta. But more importantly, he has a social justice video. That's awesome. It's called This Is America. So I heard the song first and then I saw the video and I couldn't believe what I saw. So we'll be talking about that. John Mayer also has, you know, because the biracial in me has to, you know, cover white subjects, you know. Um, John Mayer, New Light. Uh, his, uh, his new song is pretty dope. So we'll hear a little snippet of those things. Let's get into it. So uh, Brazilian boys, I'm going to start off by telling you this little story about when I went to their show at Baby's All Right. It was the first time I ever saw them, and I'm a big dude. I'm like around 6'3", depending on who you talk to, and uh, actually, I was 6'4 my, on my driver's license, and that is, uh, that's a lesson to some of you that uh, don't ever rely on someone's height on a driver's license. You can lie. They don't measure you. You just put down whatever your height. And they don't take doctor records. Fuck that shit. So anyway, um, Brazilian Boys, I uh, went to their concert, their their show at Baby's Alright. It's a very small venue. There's a lot of lights in the background. Really cool. I thought I was late. It was in Williamsburg. I thought I was late. I was not. Um, this uh, DJ was playing. And she was pretty good. I forgot what her name was, but, you know, I guess it wasn't that memorable. But uh, I basically stayed until the crowd passed for the DJ, and I was up in front. So I'm up in front. Now, uh, some people judge me because the Brazilian boys consist of one lead singer that's a female. And she's Italian, and she's uh, she's cool. She's kind of sexy. She has a, a very distinct voice. It's like kind of like elevator music, but it's really, really dope. And the other members are from New York City. They're not even Brazilian. I don't, I don't believe any of them even have a descent of Brazilian. So I like bands like that. I was talking to my uh, my mom the other day, and I told her that there was a, a, a guy group called uh, Girls, and they actually sued Lena Dunham when she had her HBO show. That just shows you how much uh, misogyny going on in the world today <laughs> so anyway so uh i'm in this concert i'm in the front and usually because i'm so tall like nobody ever really wants me to uh 
get on the stage with them. So, you know, everybody passes me by and everybody's dancing on stage. They get pulled up on stage. It's really cool. It's really fun to watch. But sometimes I get a little, uh, I get a little sad that I can't be a part of it. But I was, I was. She pulled me on stage. She even told me, you, you must grind on me. You must grind on me. And, uh, she didn't have to tell me twice, man. I was, and it was to my favorite song and, I'm, I'm, of course, people are probably going to judge me. It's called Pussy, Pussy, Pussy Marijuana. We'll play a little snippet right now. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, pussy, People ask me what my radio show is about or my podcast show is about. Um, it's a little bit of singing, a little bit of non-singing, because I definitely got that speaker's voice. My sister and father could sing, but me and my brother, not so much. Got those deep, rich voices that I got from my grandfather, a former NBC vice president, and he, used to, he called such fights as Muhammad Ali and uh, Frazier. Joe Frazier, so, you know, he's pretty big time, I'm not big time yet, but I'm down, I'm down to be that big time, so, uh, yeah, I did that, and that was great, and I just listened to their new album, it's really, really awesome, it's called Let's Make Love, um, they have a title track to that, it's not my favorite song, but it's pretty cool, it's pretty catchy, I'll play that for you right now. Yeah, it's not everybody's style, but it's pretty fucking dope. Um, I don't need everybody to love mainstream music. I hate it when people jump on the bandwagon on things. Um, I'd ra- If they love it for what they love it for, it's great. But if they're doing it just to be cool, I know I sound like a fucking hipster hater. But um, I was talking to somebody about a Coachella, and I've been three times. And I'm, I'm down for a fourth time and just want it to be the right lineup. And the person was like, well, it doesn't give a I don't give a fuck about the, the, the lineup. What the fuck do I give a fuck about the lineup? It's Coachella. And I'm like, see, that's what I don't want it to turn it to. I don't want it to be like some cult following. There's some dope-ass festivals with some really good lineups. Things happen. Scheduling, all that type of shit. So I'm not going to just go to Coachella just to go. I'm not going to lie. I regretted not going to Baychella. She was fucking awesome. And uh, shout out to my homeboy, Alex Blake. He works for uh, Disneyland. And... Uh, is a Q-Dog, my dad tried out to be a Q-Dog as well, Vince Carter, Shaq, oh shit, let's, we're gonna get into that real quick, so Baychella is uh, somewhere I wanted to be, and she fucking killed it, uh, so the, the historically black colleges, they were associated with the band, and that was really cool, so I would, I definitely would have been a part of that, but I don't want it to become some thing like a hashtag i don't want it to be like oh i just went to coachella just to be there but cool i mean everybody to their own but that's not my thing
On to Mr. Robert Kelly. There have been multiple allegations from Aaliyah being 15 when they were married to that blowjob video and the person uh, underage being pissed on. There's all types of allegations and he has come through it all and he still has literally a 19, I don't even know, I think she's like 21, 19, something like that. I'm sorry if I got the facts misconstrued. You can look it up if you really need to. But she is uh, pretty young, pretty young. And I don't judge off of that. It's just that with your reputation, it kind of looks bad on me. So I saw this meme one time and it said, uh, I don't even know if it was real. See, you get all this fake news all the time. Maybe maybe that orange guy has a point. But uh, he uh, was saying, oh, man, I can't wait to get to Wakanda. And, you know, the Black Panthers had all this uh, hoopla, whether you like the movie or not. I love the movie. But um, so somebody goes, nigga, you were banned from Wakanda. So I might have talked about that before. But here we go with his newest uh, ban. Uh, Spotify, you guys know that that's my preferred streaming. I, I've said this before, too. I'm not trying to advocate anything. Yes, I am. Uh, iTunes, if title, if they ever merged, I would get iTunes. I know that's what it would be called. It would be Apple Music. So I would be down. I would be down. But uh, Spotify for now has most of the licensing that I, I enjoy, except for my favorite. Uh, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. So is Biggie. But Biggie's on Spotify, not Jay-Z because it's on Tidal. But uh, R. Kelly has been banned. And I and at first when I heard it, again, you, you can't just read headlines, that R. Kelly was banned from Spotify. So then I read the article, and he was just banned from promoted playlists. And so was Extension and a few other artists. Um, I'm not saying that this is the right, you know, I'm not trying to bring the race card every freaking episode. But um, it's a little weird that a lot of the black uh, artists are being thrown in, you know, indicted like Bill Cosby, uh, which I'm in total agreement with. He definitely needs to be put in jail for what he did to those women, if that is true. And. It seems like the court, it, it's just a little dangerous though that they dug up his grand jury testimony. They did that to Jason Giambi and Gary Sheffield in sports. So uh, that's not cool. You you know, that's that's an infringement on our rights as citizens. So I'm definitely down with Bill Cosby going to jail. I don't really give a shit if he's an icon from Cosby. But you got to wonder. You got to wonder what uh, things get given up just to put somebody in jail. Sometimes we lose our rights going that hard for an individual citizen when uh, the courts rule in favor for the defendant most of the time if you go through a trial, like if you can just prove your innocence. Many countries don't have that. It's innocent until proven guilty here. It's, it's the reverse in most other countries. So Art Kelly's banned from the Spotify playlist and you can't really listen to much of the, the hoopla, the, the hype around it. But um, that's pretty big. It's, it's a little big. Uh, he still has his music on Spotify. You can still go to his profile and listen to him. And like I said, I wish they didn't go after the African-American ones first. But uh, definitely, no, that's justice being served. I know that people usually, like even with Kanye West, they say, oh, free thought. Azalea Banks has come to his defense. Uh, Erica Badu has come to his defense. Chance the Rapper had to backtrack from his defense. Uh, and they call it free thought. And I've said on my Twitter, let's stop 
disguising fucking dumb thoughts for freak thought. And to me, that's true. To me, that's true. Like, I think there's good and a bad opinions. I don't know why uh, we have to treat all opinions equal. They do not have to be. So long as they ain't hurting nobody, fuck that. You can definitely criticize someone. I, I criticize LeBron James all the time. And my dad comes at me hard. That motherfucker, yo, I'm telling you, he acts like that's his, his, his other son. And LeBron is older than me, so that's, that's technically my older brother. The way that my dad fucking defends him, it's pretty sickening. Fuck LeBron. No, I'm joking. Whatever. I don't give a shit. These are sports players, but I do root against him. He is the man, but I do root against him. And these finals, uh, last night, the Eastern Conference finals, the Celtics just whipped his ass. So let's not go ADD even more. Let's get on to the next topic. My homeboy, Childish Gambino. You guys know that I did a profile piece to him, uh, one of the episodes prior, and uh, he just keeps on giving. Atlanta is still on fire. I'm about to watch uh, one of the last episodes. Um, the bully episode with the Fubu jersey. I, don't, I think that's the last. I hope that's not the last episode. It was pretty dark, and we don't really know what's going on further than that. Not from what I was seeing. Great, great season, by the way. So uh, let's play a little snippet of This Is America. Gosh, I love this dude. I don't even care. I know that uh, socially people have been coming at him for having a white partner, a white baby mother. Ah, what the fuck? I am biracial, by the way. My mom is Italian and Irish, and my dad is black and some Scottish and German, but he's mostly black, mostly a southern black man. Again, my grandfather came from Waldo, Florida. But I would not be here if we had those type of restrictions on dating. I do feel bad for the black woman that, you know, she is viewed as ugly as most of into the world. Unfortunately, that is so unfortunate because that's not true. Black women are very fucking beautiful. There's so many beautiful, beautiful black women. Um, and I, I, I understand even from like the, the Donald Glover episode of Champagne Poppy where she said she ain't got no time for community theater niggas. It's true. Like, you know, white men, women, most of them have the means to take on um, a struggling black man or any man that has those type of, uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Like I said, uh, but we got to withstand and love usually conquers. So hopefully people get off that bandwagon, but, uh, back to the video and back to what I heard in the song. Um, that was from Spotify. Uh, this is America. It's a great fucking song. It has, uh, an African, uh, native beat to it. It's, 
Um, it's actually a real tribe that I was reading from an interview because uh, Alex Jones, of course, Mr. Propaganda, he was trying to say that it was voodoo. But look at me. I don't even know the, the fucking name to the, the tribe or the, the origin of the, the music. But uh, and then it goes into This is America. And if you watch the video. And even if you listen to the song, look what I'm whipping up. Don't let you don't catch me slipping up. Like he's uh, he's showing the facade of what America portrays black America and what black Americans are participating in, what they are being terrorized with, what they accept, what they're content with. It's it's a fucking amazing video. The director is Hiro Mori and he is one of the directors and writers and creators of Atlanta. So you need to check out that video if you haven't. I know that, uh, what's her name? Uh, that female comedian from Canada, Nicole Arbor. Yes, I believe that's her name. She's the fat video. She just, uh, technically, I saw in this article, she colonized the video because she made it about women's rights. More power to her. I haven't seen that video yet. All good. But uh, the next topic, I was going to talk about baby names, but... I saw this source on Flipboard. Flipboard is an app on uh, cell phones that you can, I think you can do it on other platforms as well. But uh, you flip, you flip the story and you can put as many news outlets as you want. They're pretty much all affiliated. So you can even have, sorry to promote this, uh, Fox News, you can have CNN, you can have uh, their own Flipboard. They curate it themselves. Those are just main outlets. I, I, I read all types of news, uh, New York Times, uh, Reuters. Uh, NPR. Uh, I even look into Infowars. I look into that bullshit to see what they're trying to say. I, I love seeing opposing views because it, it, it adds more tact to what I'm doing, and uh, it keeps me on the pulse of like what people want to argue with me. Why wouldn't you want to know what the other side is thinking if you're a true debatist? A, I don't even know if that's a word. A true debater, you fucking masturbators. So let's get on to uh, John Mayer. But if you give me just one night, you're going to see me in a new light. If you give me just one night, to meet you underneath the moonlight. So that's John Mayer's new song, his new single. Pretty cool, pretty cool. He's a great, great artist, great guitarist. A lot of people think he's one of the best ever at the guitar. He's a really good musician. I saw him in Sessaquana. What a great fucking performance. Jeff Ross uh, performed there. And uh, he has a lot of hick hillbilly fans, John Mayer now, whatever. Uh, no judgment to John Mayer on that part. I have plenty of other things to judge him for. Why just judge him for that? Nah, he's amazing, though, overall. Puts it up Jessica Simpson's ass. Who doesn't love that? So John Mayer, uh, Jeff Ross opened up for him and his uh, little hillbilly fans were like, They're like, man, get this chair off the stage. Which is quite unfortunate that people have to uh, resort to that kind of uh, language towards uh, liberal 
comedians, and and to be honest, most comedians are liberal. Most of comedy, there's really nothing funny about being Republican. Not gonna lie, and I I'm an independent. I know you guys all think I'm a Democrat, and I'm like a social liberal. I do believe in socialism. I do believe in capitalism, actually more than socialism. So you'll never understand that because you you know people just think I'm very left leaning. Uh, most of the things I fight for are left leaning because they're too right. So I like center, I like moderate, but moderate's a bad word nowadays, so who fucking knows? What the fuck did I just watch? I watched twice, twice the infinity, twice the fun. I was in the Philippines, and in the Philippines, the first and the last show of the night of any movie. You must put your hand on your heart and you must salute and stand for Rodrigo Duterte. Now, one of my friends, his family members were killed during a raid, so he did not stand up. I don't know if that was a specific reason, but that's a little backstory to that. And uh, yes, Duterte, he kills people. He has been known to have members of clans and mobs and mafias and shit like that and drug lords. And he just kills them. They go missing. They get shot. All types of shit. They get stabbed. Poisoned. Uh, that society over there wants drugs to be out of the country. Majority of them. Um, obviously, there's a few people. I met some girl on. Uh, I met some girl on the island, and she she smoked supposedly. But I I did not partake. I did not want to be. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I don't want to be Claire Danes and broke down palace. Uh, you know, I want to live a prosperous life. You know, I love, I love weed. I definitely love weed, but I love my freedom even more. So I saw War, Infinity War, and I'm not really into comic book movies, but this was really awesome, and it deserved to surpass uh, Black Panther in in revenue. But I still think Black Panther is a better movie. But as far as appeal, and as far as you know what people enjoy in a blockbuster movie, it was primed to do better. And it had all the Avengers in it, pretty much. Um, you know, the new age movie, Marvel comic universe, when it pertains to that. Obviously, if you read comic books, there's all types of Avenger stories, def- Defenders, Marvel goes all over the place. So you'll get that within Deadpool and Cable and Domino, which uh, Van from... Atlanta, she plays Domino, so that would be pretty sick. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's pretty cool. So Infinity War, um, like I said, it was a really good movie. Uh, Thanos is trying to get the Infinity Stones. Most of the Avengers are trying to prevent him from getting them. And uh, it segues, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it segues into the next film. And Brie Larson is Captain uh, Marvel, which is uh, which she has also been... The character itself in Marvel has been Miss Marvel, has been Warhawk, has been Binary. Then uh, they bought the rights, which I just found out through my brother. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, was Captain Marvel on DC, and he uh, performed the things like uh, Shazam, and it had the wizard. So they had the rights to that one. They also had a character, Miss Marvel. So they brought Captain Marvel, and they merged the two, pretty much their stories. 
And now Brie Larson is taking on that character. And I just found out on Wikipedia that there is uh, Kevin Feig. He is bringing on a the Muslim version, who is the most latest version of Miss America. And uh, I am not Muslim myself, so don't think that I'm just promoting. But I promote diversity. And my dad is Muslim. So I think that's big. I, I, it was a big deal when I saw President Obama. He's not Muslim. He's Christian, you fuckheads. Uh, I saw him when he became president. And it was a big deal to me. Especially that I'm biracial and he's mostly biracial. I know people label him as black. You know, a lot of people, if you have like a dose of black, which is kind of accurate because, you know, most people view me as ethnic anyway, as black. They don't really view me as white. They view me like, I don't know, I've heard I'm the whitest black guy before, but they don't say I'm fully white. So, like I said, society views you even if you have a touch of black, you're black. So... Uh, seeing somebody like Obama succeed and being on there, it's, it's so different. It's so different. It makes you really believe in the goals that you want to attain. So I know you shouldn't be looking at skin color as far as inspiration is concerned. I, I kind of love and hate the word black excellence because, you know, I'm, I'm a biracial human being. I'm somebody that enjoys being both and uh, just doing any social justice towards any one of those sides is what I'm down for. So pretty much uh, Brie Larson is uh, someone that uh, is going to be able to take on Thanos. So we'll see. That that movie actually comes out next year on May 3rd, I believe. And the next movie, Avengers 4, which is a continuation of this one. It's pretty much Infinity Wars Part 2, but they're naming it Avengers 4. And then they're going to segue into the lighter versions of the stories and pretty much non-Avengers or maybe another set of Avengers maybe integrate the new 21st century uh, acquisition with the X-Men or when they'll conclude this one with the Phoenix. But it was very good. I saw, Like I said, I saw it on my trip twice, actually, twice. And both, both awesome times. I had a great time. There's definitely uh, stuff at the end credits like every other Marvel movie. You need to catch that. So uh, on to what I watch on Netflix. And... This one is called The Trailer Park Boys. And I don't know why the hell I took so long to get into this fucking show. Uh, one of my huge conservative friends, Josh, he's a prick. Uh, he, I think he tried to put me onto the show first. And he would because he is ultimate white trash. Love the boy, but the, it is what it is. So it's about this dude, uh, these three dudes actually, Bubbles... Rick and Julian, they live in Sunnyvale, it's a trailer park, and their adversary is this shirtless guy named Randy, who eats a lot of cheeseburgers, and uh, this guy named Mr. Jim Leahy, he's the park supervisor, and they're always going at odds with them, and the three gentlemen that I mentioned before, they're always going to jail, they're always getting in trouble, Um, anytime they even try to do something straight, it ends up being a crime-riddled uh, situation. Bubbles is always trying to go legit, and Rick and Julian just can't. Julian always has a Cuba Libre in his hand, even if he falls out of a car. It's just an amazing, amazing show. It's on 12 seasons. It used to be on a different Canadian company, and then uh, Showbox, I believe. Yeah. And uh, in, in Canada, Nova Scotia. 
And then um, it ended, I think, like around like seven seasons. There's three movies. There's a few other specials on Netflix. But then Netflix picked it up for its eighth season. And it's been going strong ever since. Uh, John Dunsworth, he is the also the father of Sarah. She's the redhead. She's kind of cute. And uh, he's their actual father in real life. And he just died recently. So if you get like invested in the show, just know when the 13th season comes out, he will not be there. Jim Leahy is the man. So John Dunsworth, he's a, a critically acclaimed uh, actor in Canada. He's gotten the Gemini. A few of them have gotten the Gemini. That's like one of the biggest like Oscar awards, like pretty much Emmy, you know, media award in Canada. And you got to respect that. And he plays a very, very good uh, villain, pretty much. Very awesome. He's drunk all the time, slipping all over the place. Uh, Ricky is always saying things like butchering phrases like I like he would be amazing for this show like you know because we love to make fun of phrases over here and cliches and he makes fun of them inadvertently like oh you must have woke up on the left side of the bed just um we're gonna turn up the heat two turnips talking about fucking vegetables instead of saying turning up the heat He's fucking amazing. So if you ever, if you need a new show, if you need something stupid that's like relatable, like uh, workaholics, it's definitely like that. And uh, it's like Ed, 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 Eddie, pretty much like grown up. And it's it's an amazing show. So you definitely got to check it out on Netflix. I'm definitely obsessed. I went through the 12 seasons pretty fast. I'm moving on to the movies. And then there's some off-road specials. They go into Europe and they go into America and so I I don't know how that's going to turn out because most of the, the episodes are filmed within the trailer parks as a mockumentary. Got to check it out, homeboys, homegirls, whatever the fuck you want to be called. The next show I saw on Netflix was uh, Glow. And that has uh, my homegirl, Allison Brie. She used to be on Mad Men. She does uh, voices for BoJack Horseman. She's uh, she's really talented, and she shows her tits. I know it's very uh, <laughs> perverted and uh, disgusting, manly of me. I, I'll take I'll take that on the chin with that one. But they're pretty nice, not bad. Good job, Allison. Good job, uh, Kenji Johan Johan from uh, Weeds and Orange Is New Black, which is coming out soon. The new season. Uh, supposedly, she convinced her, or whatever the case may be, and her counterpart, who's in the show, uh, she was on. Uh, Nurse Jackie, so it's a, it's a really cool show. Uh, the comedian Marin is he, Mark uh, Marin. He uh, is sort of like the Tom Hanks in uh, A League of Their Own. He's trying to train a bunch of wrestling women, uh, women that are kind of like failing actresses in the field, and so their fallback option is women's wrestling, and it actually becomes pretty successful. So that is a really, really funny show. Um, I only saw two episodes, so I can't like really delve that deep into it. Plus, I don't really like to spoil shit too much. Um, I don't mind when people spoil things for me. I, you know, I try to digest as much of a movie I can. That's why I'm not into like comic book movies that much because I'm not into like special effects too much all the time. I love. I would rather uh, a great story than special effects. But whatever. I'm a nerd like that. So. I, I mentioned, I don't know, I, I don't know if I mentioned uh, 
the Americans, the Americans. It's uh, it's one of my favorite favorite shows, and I am so so sad that it's going to be going off the air. This is its last season. Um, Carrie Russell and uh, Matthew Reese, they're they're married now. They have a child. Um, she's from Felicity, and he's from this show, Brothers and Sisters. He's British. Uh, it's about these two Russian spies that assimilate into America. And they own a travel business, but their whole existence is a farce. It's just to be covert agents and trying to infiltrate into the CIA and different um, operations, just being spies, just being spies. And they have children, so everything is calculated perfectly in order to make it seem like they're perfect American citizens when they are actually Russian spies. So this season is fucking dope as hell. Um... Elizabeth, who is played by Carrie Russell, she is the wife, um, Elizabeth Phillip, I mean, um, Jennings, sorry, Elizabeth Jennings. So she uh, is still in the mix of uh, being a spy, and, and Philip is pretty much not. And you see the battle between that, and she's on a very big operation, and he might have to stop her, so, and, and, my bad. This is a spoiler, actually. I just contradicted myself. But the daughter is involved. It's fucking crazy. It's a fucking crazy season, so I won't get too much into it. But it's a fucking awesome show. Then we move on to uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Um, that is a great show. That's another uh, Mad Men alumnus. Her name is Elizabeth Moss. And she is great. She got the Emmy last year. So did the show. It's on Hulu. I can't wait. Um, we can't say too much about this one because I haven't seen it. I'm going to wait to see it. I'm going to go visit my mom and see if she wants to watch it. I know she was really into it. I watched Sneaky Pete with her. And she really enjoyed that. My dad, too. That was cool. So um, I highly recommend that show. If you've not caught up on the first season, you definitely got to catch up to the second uh, as far as the movie's concerned, uh, really quickly, we talked about Game Over Man. If you haven't seen it, you definitely gotta fucking see it. That is a great fucking movie. Uh, the guys from Workaholic, Adam Levine, um, Anderson, uh, Blake, they're amazing. Uh, I miss Workaholic, so if I mentioned it before, sorry, but like I said, it's a dope ass movie. Keep on keeping on. Fuck, I watch it. Where the fuck did I just go? So that's like a, kind of a new segment. Uh, we're not going to do it all the time because, you know, who has time to travel every second of the day? I wish I could. But lately, I just, uh, where the fuck did I just go? I went to the Philippines, you nosy motherfucker. <laughs> I went to the Bahal in the Chocolate Islands. I went with my friend Mark and I went with my friend Amy. They were amazing people. Uh, they, they got to deal with my, my antics while I was out there. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. Lots of people speak English, if that's what you're into. If you're also into cheap uh, food and excitement, um, it's like 51 to the dollar. So like 100 pesos is like $20. Um, 1,000 pesos is like uh, $50. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool country. Uh, we were supposed to go to Boracay, but like I said before, Duderte and his dick face, 
he shut down the island for environmental reasons. I heard that it was legit. I heard, you know, people that were refugees of the situation, they did not uh, really think that it was meant to keep going forward. It's a uh, it's a pretty disgusting place right now. So they're shutting it down. They're going to rebuild it. So hopefully um, it'll rejuvenate itself by the time I go there one day. But Bahal was great. Bahal, I went to Manila. Um, a lot of lady boys, like I said, um, when I got my Tinder app, these women slash men were all on it. I had like 150 matches, not matches, but likes because I had the premium service. And at least 90 of them were fucking dudes and lady boys and transgender, which I did not know it's number one. It's second is Thailand. I, I thought Thailand was number one, but I definitely learned that trip. And uh, sex was all in the air, man. Uh, some of my friends, they were they were fucking every night. I had a gay friend; he was fucking every night. It was it was pretty special. I, I I wish I was fucking every night, but that definitely wasn't happening. Limited action, limited action. So uh, I went on a zip line. That was cool. I had some kid crying and shit in front of me, but to be honest, he probably saved his life because they <laughs> uh, this girl that I met, she was really hot. And she was from Vancouver, and she was small, and she said that she could she could barely fit into the harness. So this little kid probably saved his own life, crying like a little bitch, and uh, he didn't get on the, the 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 zip line because he was he was so uncomfortable. But I get it, because like in other countries, they don't really have those kind of uh, regulations like American ones do. Uh, we're more about the safety of dumbasses all the time, so I get it. But the zip line was really awesome. I could have dropped my phone, but I didn't. Uh, we went over this river. It was so pretty. Um, zip lining in those type of countries is heavily, heavily recommended. Um, when I went to the Chocolate Hills, those are hills that were formulated, and there's like around, I could be mistaken, like around 1,500 of them. And uh, it kind of looks like big steaming piles of shit in like Jurassic Park. But really cool. We were on ATVs, rained a little bit, so we got like mud all over ourselves. Really, really amazing trip. I smoked way too many cigarettes out there. I don't like smoking cigarettes, but I couldn't smoke any weed. So I guess that was my alternative. But ugh, I'm staying away from the fucking bogeys for a long time. I don't know if you could hear my fucking voice. It's possible. But, um, my, uh, the, the food is awesome. They had the best corned beef hash I ever had. Uh, they had a lot of great pork. Um, told you I want to be vegan one day when I'm 35, but I guess I'm failing on that. Uh, they had great beef. Um, like I said, Tagalog is their, their main language, but to be honest, a lot of people speak English and they speak other languages like Cebuan from Cebu. Uh, I went to the Virgin Island, and that is a little island that you can kind of like walk on water, kind of, because it's so shallow. And uh, they have a little beach. Um, oh, what are they called? Little beach huts? Not even. Oh, man. Sandbars? Yeah, they're sandbars. And they're amazing. They have like all types of roasted fish and drinks and, and sea urchins. I ate that. If a sea urchin pricks you, it fucking like lets off mad poison. And you don't want that. You have to go to the hospital if you get that. Some fucking jellyfish type shit. Not even. But like the pricks are. It's like a porcupine of the sea. And they crack that open. And it's like clam or whatever type of seafood you're eating like that. And it's really dope. They put lemon and a little bit of cayenne. And just just like clams pretty much. Delicious. 
So where the fuck am I going next? Um, I wasn't going to go anywhere. I was going to do a party, but like there wasn't really that much excitement for it. I guess I'm not an exciting person to throw my own birthday. But uh, it just, and it was going to cost a lot of money to entertain and, and feed and give people alcohol. And it was during Memorial Day weekend, so who knows how many people were really going to show up. So now I'm going to Montreal. Wee wee, motherfucker. And uh, I don't really know that much French. I heard there's a lot of French people. Hopefully I will see the Niagara Falls. And I would love to spend a day in Toronto again. That would be pretty awesome. I've been to Toronto. Shout out to the Hotbox and that owner. He's a dick face. Um, I took a picture by accident. He was being a real dick about it. You know, when you take a picture of something, they want to like see your phone just to like delete it. But hey, maybe there's like real legal ramifications that I'm really not that aware of. Fuck it. What the fuck did you just say? I say, I say the chicken hog. You know the chicken hog. I say, I say. Come on, boy. <laughs> well, here's what I say. And what a lot of you guys say. So, basically on the trip, I'm not going to get too deep into it because I don't want to expose nobody. But I know somebody that was in an open relationship while I was on this trip. And they were uh, pretty much fucking everything known to man. Um, open relationship during the international travels. Even when I went to Costa Rica, a lot of them were doing that. They were, you know, fucking a lot of the prostitutes. I am not a prostitute fucker. I'm not really into that that much. But I do believe in the legalization of prostitution. I think that's well overdue. I think gambling is well overdue. I think marijuana and CBD oil, all that kind of shit needs to be uncategorized as a number one category drug. So stupid cannabinoids, you know, the government is dumb with that shit. Totally racist tones to the Rockefeller laws. We've talked about that before. But anyway, so it gets down to this fucking phrase. If you can't be with the one you love, baby, love the one you're with. It's also a song. I don't remember who sang it. It's pretty old school. But the phrase stands true. Or does it? Does it? I would love to know how you feel on my Instagram. You can definitely always hit me up. Uh, I'm all, I'm even on a new radio show called DTF Radio. It's uh, called, uh, the show is Keeping It Hot and Fresh, Staying Hot and Fresh, something like that. My boy Z-Fly, my homegirl Jay-Z, my homegirl Peaches, and my homeboy uh, J-So. Hopefully I could uh, try to become part of that crew. Um, it seems really awesome. I always wanted to be on a radio show. I got my podcast. My podcast is dope. Thank you, everybody that listens. But uh, so if you can't be with the one you love, honey, baby, whatever the fuck you want to call them, love the one you with. And the way I feel about that is it's kind of kind of true, kind of true. Like I don't like you want to stay faithful to someone, but if you're in far distance and you have like that yearning and you're not like. You know, you don't have that many people to expose the person, you know, to embarrass that person because, you know, oh, your man is a cheater, your girl's a cheater. I don't know. I guess I've become more fluid in the situation lately because when I was with uh, my girl of four years, my ex, uh, I was very possessive. I did not want to share. She wanted to, like, you know, open things up. But um, I guess it wasn't very modern to me, and I did not want to do that. I guess if I entered in a situation now, if we weren't, like, really committed, like, we just entered right now, I'd be in a more open situation. But like I said, my friend was doing it. And when he came home, he was all cool for, with his partner. 
and uh, they've been together like 10 years. So I guess it's something you got to consider. So love the one you with. Fuck the one you with. I mean, that happens. That happens. I'm trying to think. Did I do that in my four-year relationship? Not really. Not, no. No. I did it to somebody that cheated on me a lot. But, I mean, that was just a fucking volatile situation. And, uh, as a matter of fact, her whole... Uh, I, I just fucking went in on her lately. She was hitting me up. And it's crazy. She was sexting me for mad long, sending me photos of her big-ass titties. Oh, they were amazing. I miss those titties, to be honest. I'm a, I'm a tit man and an ass man. I'm not going to lie. But... A good solid pair of teardrop titties are amazing. So she was sending me naked pictures and shit, and then she moved to New York and didn't even tell me. And then I like have to like struggle to like try to send something. And she goes, "When you get a car, that's where we can hang out." This bitch works in a fucking penitentiary, and she's like a correctional officer, and she doesn't even have a car. And she's trying to tell me when I get a car. No, no, no. I live in New York City. You live in Long Island. Fuck you, bitch. So that's done with. I don't, I don't even like talking to my exes anymore. So that was a little while ago. It was a few weeks ago. And so, yeah, I did that to her. And then the person that got in, I got in trouble with when I was in high school, when I had this legal trouble, when we, like, assaulted each other, um, she's a stripper now. And one of my homeboys, he was posting a picture, and I guess I was being a hater. And I was like, ew, that dick gobbler, like, Cause to be honest, he showed me a video a long time ago of him nutting on her fucking face. So I'm thinking like, you know, we're on the same page, but nope. He was like, oh, you need to get over that. We're all men and, you know, we got shit to do. Yeah. I mean, fuck that bitch. I don't care. Fuck that bitch. But anyway, so I cheated on her with her before, you know, we got into all that craziness. And uh, I was loving the one I was with because it was a long distance relationship. My ex Trish, she was uh, in Florida and she had cheated on me already. She had like a different boyfriend inside of a fucking notebook. Like it had a different anniversary and I was supposed to like take that on the chin. Fuck that. So anyway, I cheated on her. I even fucked this other Czech chick um, that I'm really good friends with now. She's, oh, I can't even say what business she, I don't want to embarrass her like that. But anyway, she's doing very well. She's doing very well. Um, She's on the, the Django blockchain. I'm joking. Uh, she's really cool. I love her to death. She's killing it, actually. Um, doing cryptocurrency. So I did that. But, yeah, like I said, the love you're one you with type shit. I mean, I guess I've done it in, like, when I've had, like, a fuck buddy. So, like, because, you know, you're not really committed. But when you're committed to someone, you got to really talk about that shit. And you got to, like, make sure they're okay with it. Because, like, just spreading your dick and your genitals everywhere... And uh, getting gonorrhea and syphilis and chlamydia. You know, penicillin can only do so much, right? I don't know. So, I'm going to talk, I'm going to speak also on one more phrase. Not even a phrase. uh, Question. If a guy you were dating told you he had sexual experiences with men, would you care? Why or why not? So this is uh this is part of that DTF radio that will be on uh, Sundays at eight. I will be guest starring once again on May twentieth. I'm gonna try to get the uh, Instagram or the Facebook live popping again. But uh, I am not gay. I do not uh, preference men at all in any sexual engagement, any intimacy. I joke around. I'm cool with like being around 
whatever. Not even being around. Like they're Earth too. Who's a fuck? We mean being around. So Gaby looked great. Great parts of my life. Um, you know, they've hurt me just as much as any fucking cisgender person. But I think it's like a little hypocritical because, like, even though I don't want to go making out with like all these type of guys and shit. That women, uh, if you have ever been with a man, this was on an episode of Insecure as well, Molly, she was disgusted by one of her, her lovers and th- that he said that during college he had been with a man. Again, I don't need to do that. I don't need to experiment. I was molested when I was younger. That's about it. I didn't experiment on my own though. And it just, it's just weird though. Like, I guess if I've told, like, I'm sure maybe that's turned off some other women because I just started being more open about it. I told uh, my ex of four years, she like tried to turn it on me a little bit, even though she egged me on to tell her. But um, it's not a badge of honor. It's not uh, something that I use to get attention or like that. But it's real. Like a lot of people got abused for a long time. And luckily, like I'm able to talk about it now and able to do those things. But um, again, I never like never like meet out with people at a bar or tried to have sex with a dude just to like have sex with a girl or be in an orgy and hook up with a guy. No, it's not my thing. But people have done that. And I don't judge them for it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Like, as you grow up, man, like, whatever, who cares, dude? Like, why is that such a big deal? I don't understand. So I have people, I even have somebody on the radio show, like, he's a little homophobic if you ask me. But, um, whatever. I don't understand. No, no, maybe I'm making just an assumption off of that, but because we've had limited conversations, so we'll evolve from that pretty much. But if you see me in the streets, like I said, if you see me on my social media, you need to, you need to let me know. You need to let me know, or on the SoundCloud comment box, or on the iTunes where I'm at now. And I don't think you can comment on Spotify. I'll figure that out soon, though. But my show is everywhere now, so you need to start listening with the three thousand other people. We're getting lots of good, decent ratings for this podcast now. So it's once a month. It's called Keep Up. Uh, like I said, I'm on Instagram, still Vincene. I'm on Twitter, still Vincene. You can type me in, still Vincene, on Facebook. Uh, my alias is Vincent Sanders. That's me. So it's not really an alias. It's my fucking real name. V-I-N-S-O-N. Tell a motherfucking friend. So, basically, you need to keep listening, you need to listen the fuck up, shut the fuck up, and keep up with Sylvan Sane. Over and out, motherfucking homies.